Welcome, welcome everybody to MOTB Metal on the Brain podcast worldwide. Hi. Hi, how are we doing guys? Uh, I'm Dylan. I'm Mikey. And uh, another episode, what is this, 004? Hmm. I think it's 004, three? We're already losing count. <laughs> I smoke too much weed to remember numbers. Yeah, I don't yeah. smoke weed, so I don't have an excuse. Oh, no. That's a terrible, mine's well, a terrible excuse. I do have an excuse. What's that? I'm sad. Why are you sad? You know when Facebook gives you those reminders? Of when, of when life was better. Of when life was <laughs> when better. When you were younger and full of life and, and, you know, things were fun and pandemics didn't exist yet. Well, today, two years ago, I was on a plane going across the country to go see Slayer and their final show ever. Uh-huh. That hurts. Because <laughs> Slayer Live is something I need in my life. Yeah. And I don't know if that will ever happen again. It will. Maybe. They'll do festivals. They probably will. They're no more touring, but it's like Kiss and like, you know. I know, but still. You know. It hurts. If I every, miss you, Slayer. If every band that, didn't, that said they weren't going to tour didn't tour... I mean, I mean, this is true. Money's but, money. But right now, I'm in my feelings, and I'm going to stay here until Slayer comes back. I, w- <laughs> I wish I went to that show. Let me tell you, man, it was a monster. Yeah. It was, it was, I'm getting goosebumps thinking about it. Who was on uh, that show again? That yeah. was, it was Phil and Selmo and the Illegals. They did a Pantera set, and it was fucking great. Uh-huh. Um, I mean, you're never going to get. Pantera, as is, obviously. You know, nope. it's never going to happen again. Never. Uh, R.I.P. Dimebag. You know, R.I.P. Vinnie Paul. Two of the greatest. We're not We're not going to get Pantera again. However, yeah. it was awesome seeing it. It was great seeing it. I recommend anyone who gets a chance to, to check it out. Um, then it was Ministry. And, you know, we've discussed Ministry. Fans, for sure. Uh, definitely fans. And they played a raw, raw set of just all the kick-ass shit all the brutal kick-ass shit, and they still bring it, man. Um, Uncle Al, he's he's a beast. Mm-hmm. You know, he's an innovator. Slayer and Ministry should have happened years ago. I don't know why it didn't. Right. Um, but, you know, that that's a monolith of a pairing. Um, dangerous, if you ask me. <laughs> yeah. But uh, Primus was on the bill also, which... Very cool I, mix, man. Very I, cool. I enjoy Primus. I do like Primus. Um, maybe not the right fit for me on that particular show. Well, it adds variety. I'm a big fan of variety. I am too. But when yeah. you're getting into Slayer's final show, I, I just, as much as I do love Primus, and they, they did. Well, they really had set, history, don't they? Yes, very yeah. much so. Definitely, um, you know, they go way back with Les Claypool. You know, he's he's an old thrash guy, you know, from the Bay Area. Um, yeah. So, yeah, definitely Larry Lalonde, you know, he was he was in, uh, uh, what was he in if, back in the day? Possessed. He was in Possessed. And then um, I think I'm pretty sure he re- he did the production for suicidal tendencies. Join the army, maybe maybe okay. that album. All right. Um, but yeah, dude, it was it was amazing seeing Slayer in, in that environment. Um, the forums are a really rad venue. Um, pretty legendary, obviously. One I've never been to that I would. Really it like was to my see first time. At. It was my first time there. Um, I've been to the Greek theater. In LA, and I've been to the Terragram Ballroom, but I haven't been to any other venues besides those two. Yeah, but the forum is 
super great place, dude. I loved it. Absolutely yeah. loved it. Um, but it was sad, man. Honestly, it was really sad. And it's it's weird feeling as a grown-ass man <laughs> being upset about a band that's, you, you know, legacy is of making heavy, brutal music. Well, for you, dude, it would be like if I went to the final Deftone show, you know? I guess. I don't, I don't I mean Slayer and Deftones to me are not. Well, the it's same it's it's level. it's not it's not that one, you know, is the other. It's just that for me the importance of Deftones to you is Yeah, I is, get that. The importance yeah. of Slayer to me. Yeah, cuz you know. Oh, Slayer, I miss you. <laughs> already. Yeah. I miss you. That's not a good sign. Please come back. That but, is all for that. It, but I'm not mad if you don't. <laughs> but I'd be really Really happy if you did. If y'all ever want money, you know, Mikey, oh. Mikey will hand it to you. I, I, I probably not the money they're asking for. I don't know if I have that much. No, no. Although I am a rich man, everybody. <laughs> just so you know, I am very, very rich. That's a lie. <laughs> That's a lie. That's a huge lie. <laughs> why do you think? Why do you think he's hanging out with me? All right. Oh man. Neither of us are rich, but it's totally fine. Um, but we're good looking. Yeah. Oh damn, that's another lie, son of a bitch. For All you, right. maybe I'm handsome. Speaking uh, of handsome, <laughs> you know what I am happy about, though? What's that? Tomorrow, for the first time ever. Well, tomorrow as of, we, as of this recording. As of this recording, right. Of course, you're going to hear it later. But Yeah. Whatever. But tomorrow. for Because we, we've decided on some sort of fucked up release schedule for the beginning. So just bear with us. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's going to all work out. Just you yeah. know, some of the stuff you're going to listen to, it's going to be in the past. But whatever. Deal with it. All right? Yeah. It'll still be relevant. It um, can, yeah. But... Wharf Lurch. Uh, yeah, you told me about this band, and I was like, Ooh. I was like, well, who, who the fuck is Warp Lunch? And you're like, no, no it's no. Warf Lurch. Warp, and I said, Warf Lurch. What the fuck is that? It sounds like a fucking. It sounds like a Pokemon for you know, real. Oh, well, see, I'm not a Pokemon guy, but you know what I think it sounds like. What's that? It sounds like a Star Trek, like Klingon <laughs> pet, like. Like like an attack animal for the Klingons. <laughs> don't summon the warfler. Right, exactly. That, <laughs> I don't know. Honestly, I haven't looked it up. I don't know if it's a real thing or not. Kirk must do battle with the warfler on this <laughs> episode of Star Trek. <laughs> or, or maybe it's like one of those little cute cuddly things until it they're sounds, not. You yeah. know, like when it opens his mouth, it's it got opens, like it's twelve got like, rows of teeth. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that that's exactly what it sounds like. But maybe maybe to the audience that's not what they sound like. Uh I'm gonna leave that up for you guys just to check out here real quick. Here is uh Phantasmagorical Fumes off the the new album A Psychedelic Realms of Hell. I think they got a newer album out actually, which is crazy. Oh shoot, here check this out. But yeah, listen. Definitely wild. Yeah, dude. They're they're like some Florida weirdos, man, on some cosmic alien shit. Gainesville, right? They're Gainesville, yeah. I haven't heard something this heavy come out of Gainesville in a minute. No, man, I love it. Yeah. I love them. I, I think the band's phenomenal. They're, they're definitely uh, on the uh, 20 buck spin type roster. 
I don't yeah. know. 20 bucks, man. Check these guys out. Why aren't you releasing their shit? Yeah. Colorful variants of their albums and everything. They definitely uh, fit that vibe. Like that's like the cerebral rot. Like, yeah, yeah. Type. They, yeah. It, it definitely, it definitely does, man. Like, you know, and you know, of course they're along the lines of like blood incantation and shit like that with the mm-hmm. weird spacey shit, but they're fucking great, dude. It's going to be a cool show, man. They're playing with Yashira and Yashira, you know, have we talked about them on a real podcast? I know we did on the demo one. We did a demo podcast. That yeah, like one like day. right when I got out of the hospital. Yeah, yeah. Like not even like right after I got out, but like we were both eager to do it, even though I had a fucking giant incision in the back of my head. Um, it was right did. when Yashira dropped that last album last yeah. year. Mm-hmm. It was almost a year ago. Yeah, but, actually, yeah. Well, it failed to be. Uh, yeah. I yeah. That's what it was, right? Yeah. Um, no, but they are... It's gonna be a killer show. It's them it's, and Yauchta. Yeah, and it's it's Yashira's like first show back in Jacksonville in their hometown in like three years. It's a long time. Um, yeah, you, you know that tour is obviously a pretty cool pairing, um, and it's re- I'm really stoked to have Warf Lurch o- as an opener um, for I'm, sure. I'm excited to see what these guys have to offer live, and definitely excited to see Yashira again. And then you know, of course, uh, the the Holy Ghost Tabernacle Choir. Yeah. That's a an interesting band from the Jacksonville. I don't know. Savannah, they're Savannah, Savannah Georgia, Savannah Jacksonville. area, Jacksonville. They okay. are one of the most intense things happening right now. Yes, very interesting stuff for sure. Yeah. Do, do you have any of their music queued up? I do, I do, I do, I do. Let's listen to some of them because th- these guys, yeah, they pretty pretty wild stuff. Now this uh, this song is called uh, Joe Dirt God, and uh, it's definitely something y'all should take a listen to. So check it out. Yeah, it's, it's it's super spastic. Very angry, yes. And live, they're they're beyond this world. Yeah, a band I have not had the chance to see yet. Oh um, man, they're incredible. They're but, they're like that does them no justice, to be honest with you, compared to the live show. I mean, yes. that's great, but compared to the live show, that's where they, their bread and butter is, right there. And also, the singer Nat is a very very uh, special person. Oh, they're amazing. Yeah, what one of our favorite people, I think. Love you. If you're listening, Nat. Uh, love I you. hope you're listening, Nat. Yeah, yeah. We should have Nat on. Yeah, they the show one day. Yeah, they do it for sure. Um, Nat listens to more music than anyone I've ever met in my life. Everything, everything, everything. Like stuff yeah. I've never. I think Nat creates shit that never existed, and just listens to it. Yeah, they're always showing me like for years, ever since we met like way, way, way back in the day, always showing me the newest stuff and like everything, like showed me what hyper pop was <laughs> like a hundred gecks. I was like, I don't understand. It. And that was like, all right, old man, let me show you like what the kids are listening to these days. And I'm like, okay, you saying that is funny because I don't understand it, but I do so understand that. Yeah. Because was, Nat's evolved. Yeah. So, uh, big shout out to Nat for what sure. A, um, what a great lineup that's going to be. Yeah. I'm, I'm very, very excited for it. Uh, definitely haven't been to a show in a minute. So not, um, I, I say a minute, but like, I think this is my only show I've been to all of November. So, 
definitely took it easy uh, after being in New York and catching uh, quicksand and narrowhead and then catching boy harsher. It was definitely a tumultuous weekend as far as uh, the condition of my legs. Very tiring. I said, not doing nothing for the rest of the year. As far I didn't as know I, you went to see quicksand. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. didn't know that. Me and Jeff were at the Bowery in That's Brooklyn. amazing. Jeff, yeah. what's up? Yeah, fucking. Uh, speaking of cool, uh, speaking of tours and just like shows in general, a couple of them got announced. One of them got reannounced, I guess. Uh, reschedule. Oh, the reschedule one. Yeah, let's let's talk about the reschedule first. I'm stoked. Yes, because yeah, the Almighty One and Only Judas uh, Priest. Judas Priest, uh, the a, a favorite. Gods of, of metal. Um, uh, a uh, a mutual favorite between me and Mikey. Uh, really, Judas Priest uh, is a fantastic. Fantastic fucking band. And not to mention, they got a new opener because I guess Sabaton couldn't do the dates for the reschedule. Yeah. Yeah, it was. It was supposed to be Sabaton and Judas Priest, which is cool. They got a knockout. But uh, a knockout opener, I'd say. I mean, it's one of my favorites. And it's something that's like not it's it, to me. It's nothing like Judas Priest. It's, but everything like Judas Priest at the same time. Yeah. But as I mean, vocally for sure, you know, definitely two bands that definitely have, both heavy metal. Yeah, yeah, but just different variations. It's definitely a good example of how heavy metal can be so different from one band to another. Right. Uh, but they've got Queensryche opening the that tour. One and only. I mean, not Jeff Tate, which I guess there's two. <laughs> yeah, not Jeff Tate Queensryche, <laughs> which. I mean, God, Jeff Tate's incredible. Oh, but, dude, the dude's untouchable, right? But this, uh, who's the who is the current singer for Todd Latore, dude? And I love that freaking guy. Yeah, he is. And I, I've seen the the newer in um the the newer version of Queen Drake a couple of times. I think. I think incarnation was the word you were incarnation, looking for. Yeah, yeah. I almost said inclination. Then when it was like, oh, we're going to start talking about that band because that band. Rips. <laughs> I was like, let me let me back up off that. But yeah, so Queen Drake, I, I think maybe. I want to say two or three times. I'm trying to remember at least twice, maybe three. I don't know. Right. Um, amazing though. I mean, the, the guy's got fire. Um, his vocals just get better as they go. He sings the old shit. Like, um, you, you know, he's not Jeff Tate, but he's, he's, does he do it justice though? He does it justice. Because I told my dad, 1, I was like, dad, they got uh Judas priest has uh Queensryche opening for him. And my dad just crossed his arms and went, is Jeff Tate singing for him? And I said, I don't think so. And he goes, well, then it ain't Queensryche. And some people think that way. Yeah. You know, I'm my father being a person who saw Queensryche with Jeff Tate like three times, mm-hmm. you know, during, have, the, during the Operation him. Mind Crime stuff. I and did. I saw Operation Mind Crime tour with Suicidal Opening. That was crazy. It was a good, good show. But Operation Mind Crime is one of the best albums ever, without yeah. a doubt. Mm-hmm. Not the second one. The original Operation Mind Crime. Operation Mind Crime 2 does not. Do you know if uh do you know if uh the original drummer is drumming for him still? No, I don't. There's something weird about that. I don't know what the story is. I tried yeah. to avoid it. Is it Scott Rockenfield? Yeah, I think there was like some weird thing where you started a new website or something. I don't know. I, That's I, weird. I didn't dive deep into that. No, um, my my father's always told me about how his drum set was really special. Amazing. And like yeah, yeah how yeah, like yeah. shit like had chains on it and yep. like custom welded like uh rack frames for all of his drums and stuff. And that's yeah. something I would as a drummer would love to see. I love when drummers do like extra shit, like Ray Lazier, like has one of the prettiest oh, yeah. drum sets of all time. Amazing. The way it's laid out is so good. Uh, Incubus's drummer has a really cool layout for his kit. Uh, so I like to see differences in that. Speaking of which, did you, have you noticed that, uh, 
drummers are bigger drummers are getting uh signature drum keys now yes I, that's I, very cool that. yep i yeah. saw braun from mastodon's uh drum key very sick yeah i mean i, I think it's a, it's a very it's it's you know it's kind of almost like a guitar pick in a way well mm-hmm. i guess you have drumsticks but it's just it's a cool collector item to have it's very cool especially um, if you're a drummer and like you want cool shit to display that's probably not super expensive yeah, drum keys would be very. You, you, you know. could make them like a keychain pretty easily, you know. Yeah, um, yeah it, it's definitely a very cool item. Very a, a, another avenue. Who would you give? Who would you think needs uh, a drum key? Dave Lombardo. I was just getting ready to say that was that's my pick. Dave Lombardo. Dave Lombardo. One thousand percent needs a fucking. I, I think drum I know key. this sounds weird, but I I think he should have a drum pick. Because I, I consider pick. I consider him a lead drummer. Well, like you a, know, like a lead guitarist, he's all, a lead drummer. Also, yeah, it's like I know how like uh, guitar players throw picks out, but like you couldn't throw a drum key out because it's fucking metal. <laughs> <laughs> like to bing someone in the head. I don't know, man. Can't do that. Metal, you got to be tough. Yeah, right? that's why you, know, you got to handle it. Just uh, just keep lobbing drumsticks out. That's safer. A little lighter. But man, Queen Drake and Judas Priest together. Fun one night. Well. It's probably gonna be more than one night for for, <laughs> for you. Yeah, uh, nothing, nothing close. Like even like considering going to Vegas or Nashville or uh, Georgia, all three of those dates somehow conflict with other shows that I have that have been postponed from last year to this year. So, like I'd have to like I got I got tickets to see Glassjaw do two albums front to back in Atlanta, and like I got a lot of tickets and stuff for upcoming stuff that got postponed to next year. So. Just as long as Steely Dan doesn't get canceled. Oh, Steely Dan's great. Steely that's Dan's the, great. They're that's the one. To too, man, there. That's the one. Get up there. <laughs> uh, but yeah, another cool tour uh, just got announced. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it's, it might not even be announced until you're hearing this. Yes, as a matter like, of fact. Technically, probably right now it's not announced. Yeah. But and it will be announced by the time this is posted. Yeah, so we're not going to get in trouble here. But it's it, it's a... A beater of a tour. And it's cool because, uh, well, it's a Code Orange tour that's getting announced. Uh, Code Orange, a band I tried to see. Out for Blood. A couple of weeks ago, uh, but they had to cancel just because COVID scares. You know, they didn't want to do any off shows and possibly infect the tour. 100% get that. So uh, that was the story with it, right? That's That was the reasoning? Yeah, they were they were on the Slipknot tour. Um, the, the not fest road tour or something like that right yeah and it was, it was kill switch uh, and kill fever switch 333 and, fever. and of course and slipknot yeah code orange did schedule a couple of off dates in some cities that they weren't hitting with slipknot um on um and they i guess were told to put a nix on that which and is fine which is fine yeah i get yeah. it i get it gotta you know? gotta be safe you got you know there's, the there's bigger too fish many to fry. people at risk on a tour package like that there's yeah. so many people and when, it only takes one to ruin a whole entire tour when you get when you got bigger fish to fry it's better not to risk it you know right. but it's cool that uh this is kind of a makeup for some of those off-date cancellations plus some other stuff uh but no the out for blood song. Uh, I don't know if we've talked about it. On we didn't any. talk about it. I think that was on episode zero zero one. We talked about it. And it played very it. well could be. And I think we both enjoyed it. I enjoy it. And we, we both referred to it as very static X ish. Yeah. If and you loved like the resident evil soundtrack or the little Nikki soundtrack or the matrix soundtrack or, you know, killer movie soundtracks Strange from like, land stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, it's definitely got that vibe, but the openers are fucking super it's solid. It's a stacked bill because Code Orange is smart 
and they're yeah. bringing uh, one of the UK's best bands right now, which is Loathe. Um, Loathe is on it. I'm just going to go. I'm not going to do it one by one, but basically it's Code Orange, Loathe, Dying Wish, and Machine Girl. Yeah, yeah. Very cool lineup for diverse. sure. Very, Very di- diverse. Pretty diverse. Um, Loathe is like a, uh, a metalcore Deftones. It, that, you know, it's a funny. Death core Deftones? My what buddy, a buddy of mine, when I, I I saw them open for a pretty stacked package one time in in the states in Jacksonville, and a buddy of mine was like, "Look, this band sounds like Meshuggah and Deftones mixed together." And I was like, "Oh, okay, okay. I have to check this out." And I watched them, and really live, blown away. They are extremely who, talented. Who were musicians. they with? Was it with Spite? No, it was. Uh, they were the opener, and then there was. Uh, Gideon opened and Wage War headlined and uh, Ocean's 8 Alaska was on it and Varials was on it. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Wage War, man. Wage War. Great mm-hmm. band, dude. Great I band. Love, I love that band. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, their days of playing 1904 and smaller venues, I think, are over. They're definitely taking over. I think I saw that they were playing House of Blues doing a headline Yeah, yeah the, uh, uh, December 18th, I believe. Which is cool. You know, there are no Caliban and... Uh, mm-hmm. Really, only a couple of things has come out of Ocala. Obviously, a day to remember. I mean, right? World seven storming, star. world storming size band, and for, then for your old school hardcore kids, Seven Star. Seven Star was definitely fun. <laughs> big, great band. Big Seven Star fan. Actually, saw Seven Star and a day to remember at a show way back in the day. Uh, very, very cool shit for sure. Um, but yeah, that tour should be really cool. Uh, we don't know the dates yet because it's not announced right now but we will know by the time this goes out so it's like april-ish i think uh-huh around that yeah april may okay cool well that's a, definitely a really cool, cool tour package. dying wish too yeah uh we'll probably make my top 20 of the year their album they just came out with for sure uh great people i've done yeah. a, i've done a tour with them uh it was one of the funnest tours i've ever done um andrew emma if you're listening i love you very much um Shout very outs. cool band, uh, for sure. Uh, very cool opportunity for them. They're doing a lot of cool stuff. Yeah, uh, man, they're doing it right. They they got a lot of opportunities coming their way, mm-hmm. but they're earning them. You know, they're earning them, and also, you know, you I find when you're a good person in a band, people are more applicable to do mm-hmm. things and help you out because yeah, why not give a good person a cool opportunity? Right. Just and be that, a cool. And man. that band's full of cool people. I've, I've been I've been told that uh, before. That, you know, be a cool hang. Yeah. That's it. That's all it takes. Just be a cool hang. Yeah, don't be a punisher. And that uh, can go for shout anybody. out to Josh Bernstein. That's yeah? a that's a homie of mine, dude. He told me that one time. Just be a cool hang. And he <laughs> is a fucking cool hang, dude. Yeah. He is a very cool hang. And maybe we'll get him on here one day. That would be I, great. He's I think got, I'm too anxious to be a cool hang. Dude, Josh has got some stories. Dude. That dude is he's done a whole lot. I'm not gonna get into it. We could do a whole podcast just on him, but Josh, if you're listening, what's up, dude? Miss you. I couldn't be well. a cool hang because I like three minutes like 20 seconds and I'd be like, so you guys like Seinfeld? <laughs> like, I just can't keep my cool unless I smoke a little weed. Then I can kind of mellow out a little bit, but uh, no. Yeah. So there's a couple of cool tours being announced. Do you know what band I really, really, really want to see though? There's actually a couple of bands. Uh, Hood and Menace. Hood and Menace. Great. Let's talk about Seinfeld real quick though. Oh, you what know about my favorite it? thing is Seinfeld was there's two things. I didn't I see. Okay. Listeners. Here's the thing. Uh, there's a, there's a rift in bits with uh, a me, me and Mikey's friendship. Mikey is a uh, sub IQ Cro Magnon Friends fan. A fiend. A fiend. I will go toe to toe with yes. Friends trivia on anyone. Yes. His uh his frontal his frontal cortex is not fully developed, so he enjoys friends quite a bit. Meanwhile, uh, I am a high IQ, handsome Seinfeld fan. Now, I'm not being biased here. 
No, I'm just no, going to throw that out here real quick. I'm not biased. He's just being George Costanza about it. <laughs> and, no, but so, you, you know, my favorite thing about Simon, there's two things that I really love. There's two moments. Which is? The Kenny Rogers roses with the light. That that was great. The I light is so violent. I love that it. That it bends him completely backwards. <laughs> <laughs> and he put tomato sauce in the cereal because he thought it was milk. His rods and cones were fried. I say that line all the fucking time. Okay, that that hilarious and my favorite by far moment of that show is the coffee table book about coffee tables. With the Regis and Kathy Lee interview. It's fucking brilliant. I was like, are you kidding me right now? Listen, I'm gonna put this out uh to the airwaves. If you are a part of a Seinfeld trivia team, I wanna be a part of it. If you want to start a Seinfeld podcast, I'm all ears, at least to be a guest. Anything Seinfeld uh relate with me because uh I'll talk about it any day. I've seen every episode no joke, probably 50 times or more. I'm going to drop it on you. I don't know if you know this. Uh, I have a friend of mine who was on an episode of Seinfeld. Yeah, she was on an episode of Seinfeld. She made out with Jerry Seinfeld and everything. I'm giving him a look. <laughs> I'm giving Mikey a look. He hasn't told me this story before. Yep, yep, she is an awesome person. She looks out for animals, and I'm a fan of hers. Oh. But anyway, let's get back to metal. Because yeah, we let's got a little get back off track. to metal. Yes, but, uh, uh, Jerry, if you're listening, please be on the show. Anyway. Friends has been on the Seinfeld. Okay, go. Okay, I'll let you have that. Um, that's all you got Hooded because Menace. you enjoy Seinfeld. Hooded uh, Menace. And back to your regularly scheduled metal. Yeah, here we go. Hooded Menace. Uh, I didn't know they put out a new album. Dude, I had no clue. Like No I, clue. I, I knew it, and then I forgot about it somehow. Right. I had no idea. I, I, All I, the weed you smoke made me forget. Is that what it is? Okay, I didn't know. For health purposes, by the way, people. No, um, I really liked um, Osarium Silhouettes on Hollowed that came out. I was a I was a big fan of that album for sure. Uh, I'm sorry, my friggin' Siri just popped up. But no, yeah, I'm a big fan of that album, and I can't believe I didn't know that they didn't have a fucking track that came out. No idea. Yeah, it, when the album dropped, I, I remembered, and I was like, oh, yeah, I need to check this out. And then it just, I don't know. I don't know what happened. I don't know why I didn't remember it. But right. I, I did luckily re- go, hey, holy shit. They came out with a new album, and I started jamming it, and, and you, I couldn't stop. And you sent me the description uh, of, it's like you used a couple of bands. Okay, so here's- And that's what made me immediately fly to my uh, streaming service of choice and get the album and i was another another top 20 contender it is to me it's very much a mix of candle mass uh merciful fate and paradise lost er, uh gothic era paradise lost specifically yeah and we got a little clip here um of the track blood or i love this song this song and Eight, uh, it, what, that one's like eight minutes or something like that, right? Eight minutes or something like that. Yeah, this they, is off the album, uh, the Tritonus Bell. Uh, definitely checking out uh, Season of the Mist Band, uh, but definitely some cool stuff. Definitely check this out, guys. Feel that merciful fate right there.
feel that Paradise Man. Lost Gothic in there. Oh, I love it. I so love it. good. I, I got to tell you, that's going to be uh, one of, not to, not to ruin surprises, but when we do our top 20 or 30 or whatever we agree on, that's going to be up there. Now, see, uh, you sent me this, and I was, uh, I was uh, on my back porch with my cat doing what I always do on my mm-hmm. back porch with my cat, mm-hmm. and that's get very high. And I was like, this is a perfect time to check out a new Hooded Menace record, for sure. And I heard the first opening, like, kind of, it's a minute and 18 seconds, kind of an intro. And then it goes into a song uh, called Chime Diabolicus. And all the all the songs roughly translate to about uh, seven eight minutes. I would say at is the average seven. When a wasp cover. We, oh yes, there's a wasp, wasp cover at the end. That uh, ends up the album, yeah. For the the wasp track, the torture never stops. Definitely a cool uh, cover for them to do. But Mikey, he was like, "Well, what do you think?" And I was like, "The only thing I can think of." <laughs> is this guitar part makes me feel like I'm on like oh, <laughs> I'm on a horse and carriage with two horses and the gallop and, you hear the gallop and I'm making these horses go fast and it's you're dark. you're in like you're inside the horse carriage and we're being chased by some sort of headless ghoul or dracula with like He's got his own carriage, but with like bone horses, it's made of bones and yeah, skeleton horses. <laughs> he has skeleton horses, and you're being chased on like this very like dark, twisted cliffside, and, and you're you're heading to a castle in the up distance. One of those lights, the, Someone's uh, got a lantern, the lantern, light, and yeah. like I'm just trying to get away from this creature chasing us. That's it's what like the Abigail cover kind of. It definitely fucking it, it puts you there. I don't know if, if you meant to vibe, do that hooded menace, but that's what that's you're the vibe us. you're going for. And that's what you want to listen to. I can't recommend it enough. I, I, it's honestly, this record's good. I, I can tell you it's going to be on my top 20 of the year. I'm going to pre-order the vinyl off of Bandcamp as soon as I'm done with this recording. And I, I just don't think, I can't get enough of this, Look, honestly. It, it's, it's like you said, it's in comparison to, to how Ghost is to the Scooby-Doo theme music. Yes, because and you have, I'm sure people have seen the meme where someone was like, this just sounds like Scooby-Doo chase music. And it's like, fuck. It does. <laughs> and that's okay. you can't deny it. Yep. But that's okay. I love Scooby-Doo. I love Ghost. Fine. Um, both both things are fine. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm down with both of them. And, yeah. you know, Hooded Menace is like the uh, Ichabod Crane kind of <laughs> headless horseman, like gothic. What would you call it? Sleepy Hollow Metal? Sleepy Hollow. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but they're definitely, uh, definitely a great band. Oh, they um, are, they are. And this album is ooh. another That's, album. I, can't I, I think this is my favorite album from them. Another, I think it might be. I think it might be mine too. Honestly, it's just got everything I want, uh, and mostly what I want in a good metal album. But definitely uh, another album that you told me to check out that I didn't know came out that uh, I'm definitely a fan of. Don't know if it's going to make the top twenty. I need to listen to it again. But the new Swallow the Sun album. Oh. That's making my top 20. God, I'm giving them all away. Uh, it's probably going to make my top 20 as well. But really, the reason we're talking about it is because... Because we did talk about them last week. We did talk about them last week, but they uh, that album ended up debuting at number two on the Finland charts. That's so Which is, I mean, I don't know... Fucking I, crazy. I don't know how large of a market that is, but... but it, mean, was, it was between Adele... Adele and was number one. ABBA. And Scandinavian legends ABBA. Like... Were number two three. of the two of the biggest artists in the universe, right? I mean, 
And they just played Orlando and a couple of friends of mine went to that show and posted some videos of them playing and they sounded fantastic. Oh, I can only imagine. It sounded so good. I love the album. I love it. If I would have known more ahead of time that that show was happening, I'd have probably went. But I didn't know and I had stuff to do, so it is what it is. But, you know, it's just interesting the the dynamic of, you know, Scandinavian and Europe and whatnot. Like how those, how heavy metal can you know, capture the charts. It makes not like they couldn't seems America. to make a difference. I've never been to Finland. I've never been to Europe, but I feel like metal there is just respected mm-hmm. um, way more than it is in the States, which is cool. Like I'm not, you know, I don't, I don't care about that. Like, you know, I like what I like and it doesn't matter to me much, but it's cool to see, you know, like those metal festivals over there that just crush and just do so many people and so many diehards that cares so much. And America, and, and America is definitely starting to catch on. For it, sure. is, it is. It is. Yeah. It's getting better. But it's just, when will we ever see a band that's even within a, the range of Swallow the Sun even empty the top, top 100 of Billboard, let alone number two? I mean, they just, I mean, they just, like I said, they were number two on the Finland charts and they played The Haven in Orlando, which yeah. is a very small venue you and, and i and think about who they were number two behind adele adele's one of the world's most famous singers ever yeah pretty much and and this is a monumental album that she's coming out with mm-hmm. like like it's amazing that is amazing it really is amazing and i mean the music does speak for itself i really do like the album i like i said i need to give it another spin there's a lot of albums that i Really, really need to check out a lot of albums that I didn't get to in the first half of the year just because I was so sick that, right. you know, listening to music wasn't really, I was focused on getting better. You of know? course, of course. And now that I, uh, thankfully I'm a hundred percent better, I can a hundred percent devote time to checking out this, these albums that people worked very hard to write, you know, a lot of them written during pandemic, a lot of them written during the pandemic. And maybe that's why it's so great. Cause they were able to kind of tap back into their vibes because man, the pandemic was rough on a lot of us, um, especially musicians. Because we literally had the uh, rug pulled out from under us. Not mm-hmm. that I'm a musician, but you know, in the music world, um, you know, when when you have a career, your career taken away from you, right? You have no control over. It's and, it's hard. I mean, I've been to Europe. I toured Europe one time. Uh, you know, Germany and the UK and Italy and stuff like that, and Switzerland, and definitely, uh, I don't want to say that uh, it it definitely gets more respect from the peers. Uh, in those countries, I think fans are fans all over the world. You know, one's not more devoted than the other, but, uh, you know, the, the Grammys just came out with right with their nominations for this year. And it's like, it's cool. Like, I mean, the lists, the list for, you know, heavy metal is a great, great list. I'm, I'm definitely not mad at all about no. the, the nominations. Um, I wouldn't be mad and, one way or the other. Right. If, if uh, it's even the Grammys, man, I'm not, I'm not offended by them. Um, they, they do what they do. Uh, you know, metal is an alternative culture. You know, it's, it's always been kind of against the grain. So things like the Grammys, Really, is it gonna ever accept it? Maybe, maybe one day, you know, um, that'd be cool. I don't. I don't see. I'm not holding my breath. I don't see how metal could get to a could what they could do for the Grammys to be like. Yeah, you know what? Like, I mean, there's no MTV pushing it on major airwaves or anything. So, 
Uh, it's all internet based and internet culture is as small and as big as you can imagine it is. Right. You know, you think it's a microcosm, but really it is, it's bigger than you think. I mean, yep. gosh, yep. I mean, you look at some of these K-pop acts. I know K-pop's not metal, but uh, that that's your opinion. <laughs> anyway, yeah. uh, they, uh, billions of views on YouTube. And it's like, that's really the propelling proponent. That, and I mean, national new you know, TV coverage. Like, I know they played the fucking New Year's Eve thing like two or three years ago. And the, the stuff like that has all the coverage in the world, including the internet. But really the internet is what is really helping keep some stuff like this And alive. you know, the internet is still the wild, wild west, really. It's still fairly a new platform. People are finding ways to innovate. I mean, honestly, we've had the internet for so long and YouTube and streaming things for so long, but because of the pandemic, it forced us to really restructure and rethink the concept of what is a, you know, what could constitute a purchasable performance, you know, that right. isn't live. So, you know, you really saw a couple of companies and a couple of artists come out of the woodwork with creative ideas. And of course they had the capital to back it and they would create, you know, live streams. You know, yeah. high production live streams. And honestly, people were buying those fucking tickets. They were. They were because people want and need live music interaction. You mean you know? I could watch a Lamb of God live set as loud as I fucking want in the comfort of my living room? I could pause it, go to the bathroom, come back and not miss a fucking note? Yeah. That's crazy. If, if you don't have them to go see... You at least have that that option. Yeah, because I'm a part. I know YouTube and the internet is never going to be uh, a, a supplement for it's for right. a, a replacement for. It's more of a supplement than a replacement for right. live music and stuff and pushing you know newer material that would otherwise need to be pushed on tour because a lot of those bands couldn't push album sales. Because they couldn't tour and touring, right? Is they couldn't tour, especially for metal. Um, you, you know, like we, we talked about with Hatebreed, right? Um, you know, Hatebreed, they 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 were road dogs, and that's that's how that they're you know they they move units is because they're in your fucking face, right? And and you're getting that passion from all of them on stage, and you're like, oh man, I gotta buy this fucking album. And a lot of albums I buy at shows. Yeah, unless yeah. I unless I absolutely have to have it, I'll pre-order it. But otherwise, I'll be like, well, if they come through town, I'll pick up a tour variant. Because usually, you know, I'm kind of a record snob to where it's like, well, if I can get a colored variant of an album, that's the one I'm going to go for. Right. Uh, but no, I think uh, so, let's get to the who they nominated. Um, we can go into the whole fucking dynamics if we want to down the road. But I mean, number one. They got five nominees. Number one, Deftones. <laughs> yeah. Deftones definitely deserving. I love that album, too. That, that's my favorite album. I've told you this before. That's my favorite album of theirs. Uh, right after Around the Fur and Adrenaline. Yeah. I don't think it makes my top three. But it definitely, uh, to me, there's not really a bad Deftones record. There's just, it's like, you know, like I said earlier, you're comparing A- minuses to A- pluses. In my opinion, I'm a, that that's just, of course, my opinion. But the I'm a I'm a fan of the last record, and I think solely on bias. If I didn't really like the other nominees, which I do, uh, I would want Deftones to win just because, you know, they're deserving. Yes, they're deserving. Um, number two, uh, Dream Theater. 
I mean, it's fucking dream theater. Argue, they've argue never dream won. Theater. They've never won. They should have. And it's funny. I told my dad the nominees, and he goes, "Dream Theater is the one who deserves it the most." And yeah. I'm like, "True, true." But then you got number three, Gojira. Gojira deserves it also. <laughs> that to me, there's no band on this list that has really made such a oh god. That's tough to say because then you see Dream Theater's name, and then you see the next band, Mastodon. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I mean, Mastodon maybe helped. Gojira. Mastodon was a big band for me in high school because my brother was a Mastodon fan. So we, I would go maybe, to school. Maybe help inspire Gojira, maybe? Huh? Did they help inspire Gojira? I don't as, think as so. I don't think so. I know they took him out on tour. And that was a, a big Yeah, thing. they took him on tour. But like, dude, Gojira from the start has just been doing their own shit. I right. mean, No, they definitely have their own unique sound but but obviously everyone has influence gojira's mark from mars to sirius is it probably in my top 10 albums it's definitely in my top 10 did mastodon walk so gojira could run no 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 if you listen i mean like remission definitely with like some of those like march of the fire ants like those chunky fucking riffs like gojira definitely had the like that style of like i still don't think there's a heavier band than Gojira. I just don't, I, to me, you want to talk about live bands, holy shit. live. Like I said, I saw, I, mean, I don't know if I ever told this story to you, but I saw them open for, uh, I saw them with Tesseract opening and I don't normally go to the front, but I was by myself. I'm normally in the back kind of guy sipping on a beer or a drink. And I'm just like, yeah, this band rips. But for them, I was like, you know what? I'm by myself. I'm at a gig. I'm just going to go up to the front. You know, I don't have anyone to hang out with. So whatever. So I got to the front and just really was not prepared for what I was going to see. Like I was a Gojira fan and I was like, oh, well, they're playing. I should go see them. And then after that, I was like, yeah, definitely. I'm in love with this band. (laughs) There's no other way to put it. I mean, gosh, those dudes are, you know, French metal titans, you know. Uh, and then, like I said, Mastodon's got the, they got their new album and they're nominated for a performance. I think Mastodon's won before, haven't they? I don't know. Maybe with once more around the sun. They should have. Cause, Cause that's, <laughs> that's, Love that's it. definitely, I would say probably besides Leviathan is my favorite. That, Mastodon that is my favorite Mastodon. I'm really closely under a, a before remissions. Right. And like for me, Mastodon doesn't really have any bad, material and the last uh nomination goes to rob zombie zombie who i had no idea put anything out yeah yeah he put out album nuclear blast i'm still what yeah it's on nuclear blast and it's got a crazy ass title like he usually does well this is for uh a song called the triumph of king freak okay well there you go i'm interested that's that sounds like rob zombie i mean gosh i i remember being a little kid and seeing the the hellbilly deluxe cd in my dad's center console all the time and i i mean white zombie you know i just love rob zombie you know the dude's way lovable man i I don't i don't see how you could not like him the music's fun The, the you know the energy's there um honestly he seems like a uh a positive force in the universe, although odd and strange. I just think it's cool. Like when you see his live show and you hear his music and you, especially when you watch his movies, you've never, it's when have you ever seen a guy with such a singularly focused style? Right. 
Grind, he B movie, Grindhouse, seventies, funk rock, zombie, Astro, fucking creep, invaders from Astro creep, fucking Space Nine shit. You know, it's like he's he's kept that concept, that vibe, and all of all that entails from the very start. It, you, you know, know which which crazy is is and correct me if I'm wrong, but he is what we would consider an A-lister, like a Hollywood A-lister, right? Like right. he is... I don't know about... I mean, I think... I don't know if he's an A-lister, but I know that... Uh, I don't think you'd go... Yeah, Rob Zombie and anybody like between the ages of, you know, eight, you know, 16 and... 50, 60. 50 or 60. No, no, like, who the hell you know who Rob Zombie is? Yeah, I know who Rob Zombie like, is. Like they know he's white zombie and they know he's... They may not know that. And they know he does movies like they they yeah. kind of goes hand in hand like that. I don't know, man. That's pretty cool that he's been able to do that. And honestly, I'm not a gigantic fan of his movies, right? Like, but I love that he does them, and I'm into it. He also joins the club of bands that have performed in good movies. Oh yeah, because yeah. you've got what uh, my life with a thrill kill cult did the crow. He was in Airheads. He was in Airheads. And, and what's funny is and he uh, did well, my, they were he white did my, zombie was. They were white zombie. And they did my, in, in that movie, they uh, are playing my favorite white zombie song, which is Feed the Gods. So what's funny is I saw them on tour. Oh, we can't forget Cannibal Corpse. Ace Ventura. Oh, Ace Ventura. That's yeah, the can't top forget one. That. We need to do an episode <laughs> on that. Yeah, we really should. Bands. Gonna, we're going to come back to this. Yeah, bands that play live in movies. Yeah, that's yeah. going to be a good one. Does Corn count for Queen of the Damned? Yeah, if they, I, I didn't see Jonathan Davis. Did they play in it? Well, no, Jonathan Davis sang. Deftones was a crow too. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah. They're, they're playing right there in the middle of the uh, parade. I think the uh, what? What are the the? What I do just, they call it? I just never heard. Oh, Dia de los Muertes. Yeah, whatever. It is. Yeah, Day of the Dead. That sounds good. Day of the Dead. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. They're playing in the middle of the street. I, I believe. I haven't seen it in freaking ages. That makes sense. Oh, uh, who is in a uh, Escape from LA? Oh man, see we're off track. This is so good. We're gonna do an episode on this. We're gonna, we're gonna do an episode. Who is an this. escape from LA? I don't remember. Shit. We're gonna we're gonna figure it we're out. We're gonna figure it out, and we're gonna do an episode based off that. Maybe, like, maybe next week's episode because this is that's gonna be a good episode. Maybe that's we'll gonna see. be good. We'll come back to it. Yeah, it's definitely a subject we'll come back to. You. Uh, but yeah, those but, are the five nominations for best metal performance. Dude, with, with Rob Zombie, I'm stoked to see what he does with the monsters. I'm stoked. Yeah. I'm completely stoked to see what he does with it. Yeah, I'm very excited too, for sure. Um, I guess we could mention some of the other ones too, because like you know, of course, AC well, Deftones were there. were also with um, what best rock, best or? rock performance. Yeah, it's like Deftones, Foo Fighters, ACDC. It's like obviously it's Deftones, but then you see uh, Chris Cornell is oh, nominated. He wins. Sorry for his wins. Uh, his performance of Nothing Compares to You. I'm getting goosebumps. Uh, that album, it's all covers. Did you have you dove into that? The, the covers album that he yeah, released. Yeah, No One Sings Like You Anymore, Volume oh, 1. Just, just the name of it, man. That's I'm, I'm glad he got nominated. I can't. Um, I, I will tell you this right now. I know everybody has had, you know, deaths that affect them mute from, like, musicians and stuff. Like, I know my dad was affected by, like, oh, God, who am I thinking of? Um, I know, like. I mean, Randy Ronnie, Rhodes. Ronnie I know Van Zant, Randy Rhodes. Listen, Eddie know. Van Halen. Yeah, Tupac Eddie for Van me, Hill. man. Tupac hit hard for me. I remember exactly where I was when that happened. Oh, Dimebag. Don't even get me started on that. My dad called me when really? I was at lunch. And uh, as a freshman in high school, he called me at lunch. And he goes, dude, someone, someone, you know, Dimebag died. 
And I was just, I couldn't, I couldn't fucking deal with it. Like Dimebag was a big loss for me. Vinnie Paul Vinnie being Paul a drummer you. was a big deal for me, you know. Uh, but honestly, I Jeff don't. Jeff bro. I don't think anything affects me the way that Chris Cornell affected me. You know, I mean, I'm so, you know, I, I, I got back from a European tour and I couldn't go catch them with Nine Inch Nails. And uh, I think it was Nine Inch Nails and uh, Dillinger's Escape Plan. Yeah, Dillinger's Escape Plan. Dillinger's Escape Plan. And the other half of the dates were Cold Cave. So it's like I would have been happy with either or. Uh, but I didn't get to go to that. I just, I got in Miami too late and it was in Tampa, but then, uh, I made a promise that if they ever came close, I would fucking go. Well, they played Rockville and I was on tour again and I missed it, but I got home and then like two days later, me and Nat from Holy ghost tabernacle choir, who I mentioned earlier, uh, we drove all the way to Tuscaloosa, Alabama to see Soundgarden, Dillinger Escape Plan and Soundgarden. Oh, wow. So uh, it came to fruition in one way. I didn't get to see Nine Inch Nails, but I, I got to see him later, so it's fine. But we went and and I remember being like, I talked, we were in the seats and I went up to a security guard and I was like, listen, this is this band's final show and uh, my friend Nat is never going to get to see him again. Never seen him before. Can you please let us just down on the floor to watch them? And then and we'll that was go back Dillinger to our escape seats. plan. And that was Dillinger escape plan. And then we watched him when we came back and the lady's like, you're so nice. Just stay down here. So see guys, it pays, it to, pays be nice. to be nice. It does. 1, it fucking pays to be nice to security at shows. Be nice to them because one, they're just, they're just trying to make sure everyone's having a good time. Uh, obviously there's some assholes, but obviously there's assholes. Obviously but there's most assholes. of the time it's not they as bad dealt. as you think. Yeah. It's not as bad as you think. And honestly, we got to stay down on the ground for Soundgarden, and like you know, there were some songs that I wanted to hear that I didn't get to hear. Like my favorite Soundgarden song is Fourth of July, and I didn't get to hear that. And I was like, "Well, I'll get to see it again." But then, tragically, what nine days later, barely a week later, you know, it, the the news broke that he died, and uh, definitely shed a tear or a thousand. Over the years, I know Nora Jones did a cover of Black Hole Sun in Atlanta at the Fox Theater uh, after he passed away. And honestly, dude, it, that is one of the best. That's one of the that's probably the most moving cover I've ever heard next to Charles Bradley's uh, Changes Aussie cover. Oh, that's amazing. I can't so wa- I can't watch that video without crying. It's like it's like listening to uh, the song Cole by Tyler Childers. I don't know if you ever listened to him. He's like a. West Virginia. Yeah, I'm familiar. He's not, he, not my thing. I say, th- but I currently think pound for pound, he's one of the top three to five songwriters in the world. I've never, I've never had such an emotional experience listening to a music, person's music before. If you're a Tyler Childers fan, let us know because I'm a big country guy, so I'll always talk country music with anybody that wants to. Um, but yeah, no, we're getting kind of off topic here. But no, he's nominated for uh, his "Nothing Compares to You" performance and for the album "No One Sings Like You Anymore." And honestly, give them both. Yeah, I'm, it's I'm, not even that you're I'm giving it to him; he deserves it. He does. He deserves it. His family I'm, deserves it. It's, he, his band deserves it. Yeah. It really, just really just send it off sweet. You know, really let that, uh, his passion and everything that he's written really come to a crescendo of recognition that it so wholeheartedly deserves from the Academy or the Music Academy, whatever the fuck you want to call it. Um, but that's all I'm going to say about that. 
I think we've got stuff to open. You think it's time? Oh, I do. What's in the box? What's in the fucking box? All right, you know what? Mikey refused again to open his fucking box. I'm not going to do it. I'm doing it live. Here it is. All right, we'll start opening it while I talk about this. Okay. I'm going to... No, don't mute it. All right. That, you let the, I'm not allowed to view it. Apparently. They want to hear it. They want to hear it. I got a package. He got a package. All right. Let's see. What do you got? I know. What I, we know yours is a vinyl. Mine's a vinyl. And it was one that I'm very excited about. One, I was so, I was so excited about it that I ordered it the minute I heard it was being, the minute I got the email from Deus Records, I had to order it. Basically, um, it's, uh, I don't know what you would call her. Pop, it's pop. But it's like, it's like alternative. It's like it's like, alternative it's like pop. It's like post punk new wave pop. Yeah, in a way. But it's the new Ricky album, Gold. I'm a huge. Yeah, Ricky's great. I'm a huge Ricky fan. You, you turned me on to Ricky, and and I've been on onto that. Um, I really am into that Choir Boys Ricky tour too, man. I'm trying. To, I'm definitely trying to hit that up. I'm trying to make that happen. Yeah, um, even if I have to like do a new, I, I know that like New Orleans and Nashville and Atlanta are getting it, but not Florida. But I would go to New Orleans for that in a heartbeat. Go to the dungeon after. I've never be been. Sick. I've never been to New Orleans. New Orleans is so much freaking fun. I love New Orleans. The dungeon is one of my favorite goth spots to hit up in America. I want to try uh, one day. I'll have a database of all the killer goth spots <laughs> in America. I promise you this. <laughs> It all starts at the castle in Tampa, works its way to somewhere in uh, San Antonio. There's got to be some in France, right? There's got to be some good ones in France, I'd imagine. One way to find out. In Germany. Yeah. <laughs> One way to find out is to go. But no, I wish I could show off this packaging because like uh, the, 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 it says Ricky on the front, but it says gold next to it, but it's in gold foil. So oh, it's nice. a nice little oh, she, That's nice with the gold ear, yeah. And this one, I, I snagged it early. Uh, because uh, the album's called Gold, so I wanted the Gold album. And it's limited to 200, so it's definitely not available. But it's, you know, uh, you got, if it's called Gold, you got to have a Gold album. And gold, yeah. is, gold is my favorite accessory color. I'm a big fan of Gold. I'm very bougie. I will admit that wholeheartedly. But that is what I got in the box in the mail. Mikey, what did you get? Well, I have no clue what was in this box. I do now because I looked. But yeah. It, you know the shape of the box. I was like, "What the?" Fuck? He's got it hidden from me. What did I order? Right? Because I'm like, I don't know what this is. It's like a tall shoe box. It's definitely not a vinyl box. One day we'll have cameras. One thousand percent not a cassette. Right? right. Right. I'm like, did I get some weird box set or some shit? Nope. I got. What is that? It is shoes. It is shoes. Black Sabbath DC shoes. What? Yes, I had to get these. I had to get these. So DC did a whole line of Black Sabbath shit. Right. I didn't know that. Yeah, they did. And it's some really cool stuff, but these really popped out at me. And there you go. Open them. Yeah. Look at this. Oh, it's the first time you've seen them live. Well, it's the first time you're seeing them live, too. Ooh. I have seen those. Look at these. I have seen I wish, those, I wish and I almost bought them. I see all those, and I almost fucking bought so, them. So what are, are these like the the slippers? What are they, what are they called? They look like here. They look like the boat shoes almost. They're very light. They're super light. Like that's that was another thing with to the box too. It like didn't weigh anything. Oh, and this has got like a weird like foam cushioning to them. They're, they're like a uh, 
you know those slippers that you get but you could wear outdoors like what i'm wearing right now yeah yeah they're like that but they're like fancy like yeah it's almost like a it's like a van but boat shoe i feel like also slipper from adam's family would wear these right yeah i think he would they're kind of oh no personally they got you know the black sabbath cross logo where it goes black one way and then sabbath down and like they share the a which they have a supreme uh rug of that by the way if anybody has hookups on supreme shit (laughs) i don't know about collecting supreme but i do want that black sabbath rug we'll hit up uncle eddie uncle eddie (laughs) but yeah man these these are um, these are all right, man. I'm excited about these. I'm gonna... These look great, man. Oh, they're soft, too. The, the they're very soft. soft. I can see your feet getting a little warm, maybe. Yeah. But they are so light. They are, light, they are so light. They're definitely lighter than these uh, fur-lined slippers that I'm wearing because uh, our studio is in my house, so I can wear whatever the goddamn hell I want. And damn I love right. it. That's right. But oh, you, shit. Yeah, guys, I think that we should wrap it up. You Definitely. think we we'll wrap it up? Because, I yeah, think we should. I want to go put my shoes on. So, <laughs> yeah. Oh, like Mr. Rogers, we could start doing that every segment where I change my shoes and put on the Black Sabbath ones. Oh. And I'm sure I have hoodies that I could put on too, like as a, like the sweater. Yeah, that'd oh, work. Yeah, Mr. Mikey's world. Is that Mr. <laughs> Rogers' world? Oh, neighborhood. Mr. Mikey's neighborhood. Mr. Mikey's neighborhood. Yeah, we could have a cast of characters. Which is weird, though, because that's your house. <laughs> Dracula would be a character, but I don't think he tries he, to kill me. He likes the camera, so maybe Listen, he'd do it. I've never loved an animal so much that tries to kill me every time it sees me. I don't know why. He's got that way about ah, him. He does. He's a lovable dude, but man, he hates me. <laughs> well, the only people he likes is me and my mother. Yeah, but I've seen him try to kill you too. Well, that's different. Very pinky in the brain. He's very uh, scrappy do. Scrappy like, do. Yeah, back to the Scooby Doo thing. Ghost <laughs> Dracula is like that last dying fetus album. He's the wrong one to fuck. He's the wrong with. one to fuck. With. <laughs> <laughs> he is the wrong one to fuck with. hundred percent. But we that, love him. That and is a sign off note. If I ever heard that, of. is a sign off note for sure. We're gonna. Oh, we should probably mention the socials though. Yeah, yeah. Let's run the track, bro. Run the track. We'll talk <laughs> over the track. Well, I don't know how long the track is, but we'll figure it out. Yeah, anyway, we'll, we'll, we're gonna go. So here's but, the thing. Yeah. We're gonna have a bunch of socials, uh, Instagram. Twitter, TikTok, which that's going to be fun because neither one of us. Yeah, I can't wait to figure that out. Uh, Dracula uh, will be a TikTok star. Oh, for sure. yeah. Dracula will definitely be on there. Um, what else? Uh, Facebook, Gmail. It's all going to be M O T B W W. That stands um, for Metal on the Brain Worldwide, everybody. Yeah, maybe we're going to bring it worldwide. Uh, Rhythm of Fear is the one doing the track. And we will talk to you next week. Peace.